Okay, we're talking about kashas while traveling and using uh, different items in the places that you're staying. The next big question and big style is these electric grills, the George Foreman, the Betty Crackers, um, electric uh, grills and griddles and all these things. In order to cash them, it's quite complicated and possibly not possible at all. So it's questionable if they could be cashered and they should be avoided not to use them. If you do want to or need to use them, you could cover them again with a layer or two of silver foil. I'm saying two to ensure that uh, nothing can get through. Um, but you, should, you could cover them in silver foil and use it similar to that, what we said with the grates of a barbecue grill, uh, assuming that it's not perfectly clean and there may be something on it. So it must be covered and the food should not come into any contact with the actual grill itself. What about K-cup machine and coffee brewing machines? There's definitely room to be machmir on these things, but if somebody really can needs their coffee and there's a way to get it, there definitely is also room to be lenient. The assumption is that these machines are only used with coffee and uh, non-Jews don't usually bring chalun with them to cook up in these inventive ways when they're traveling, like some Yidden use inventive ways of doing all sorts of things because they bring their own food. And therefore the assumption is that a K-cup machine and a coffee brewer are used solely and specifically only for coffee. Another assumption is that almost all coffee and things that are made in K-cup machines are kosher. And therefore based on that, we can assume that these K-cup machines and the coffee brewers are kosher and you could use it. Is there a possibility that these things did at some time absorb some trafe? It is possible, but we could work with the assumption that it's kosher. Um, an extra chumrah, to be extra strict, you could let it go through a cycle of just hot water, according to some opinions that would work to kosher a K-cup machine. Um, regarding a brewer, it's not really going to work to cash with because the, the cup and everything is plastic, so that would be an issue. Um, but uh, avoid using the glass carafe because just in case maybe somebody put other things into the glass carafe to warm up. But minhadin, you could be lenient and to use these things and, uh, and uh, just you know, let it go through one cycle just with plain water first. We did not mention what to do about glass cooktops and also electric grates, but electric grates, again, once they're cleaned, you could cover it with some silver foil and let it run 10 minutes on high. That would kosher the electric uh, element. And with glass ones, give it a good uh, clean and just make sure the food does not come in direct contact with the glass. Now, what do you do in a situation where you're not cashing these things, you don't have silver foil to cover them, and you need to buy your own grill, you got to do a tefillah's galem, you bought a knife to cut your burgers or steaks, and you need to do tefillah's galem, and there is no lake, there is no pond or river nearby. So, for some reason, people think that you get a, like a heter for a one-time use. You only have a heter for one-time use on disposable items. So, many yeshitas hold it's not considered a keli, a vessel that needs tefillah in the first place. But if you plan on using them more than once or twice, so then most opinions will say to be toivel them because they become a vessel. But on regular kalim, like a knife or chicken scissors or a grill, a grate, that are made to be kalim, even if you plan on dumping it after one-time use, they still have a halakha of a utensil that needs tefillah's kalim, and there's no way around that. The thing that could be done, although it's a bit awkward, is you buy this item and you give it to a non-Jew. They make an acquisition on it. It's got to be real. It can't be a fake thing. You got to give it to him as a gift. It's their item. 
and then he could lend it back to you. So you're borrowing the item. If you forget to return it to him at the end of your trip, um, or if you don't want to return it, etc., we could assume he's Michael you to keep it after that one-time use. And therefore... After you use it, it's okay to keep it, but then you will have to be tevil it once again, and according to some shitas, you should be tevil it without a bracha at that point in time, and Suffolk bracha is l'hakel, so we would not make a bracha on tefillah's galen if we already used it once as borrowing, and then it becomes ours to keep. One last thing about kashas when traveling is that it's a new style now. There's a lot of places that came out with their own craft beer. So even though normally in the industry we say that whiskey and beer, standard whiskeys and beers are generally kosher and do not need supervision, although there is definitely room to be machmer on those as well, and it's good to have actually, but it's not mamish required because the basic ingredients are the same and the process is the same and there's no concern of kashas. However, when you go to these smaller places where they have their own craft beers and own flavors, etc., we have no idea what they're mixing in and how they're doing it, and those places would require a and you cannot drink it without one.